You are flying high with Locked On Eagles, your source for the best Philadelphia Eagles news and analysis. I am your host, Michael Kist, and today we have something special for you. We are doing a look back for Rivalry Week. It's the 2008 Week 17 game between the Eagles and the Cowboys, also known as... 44 to 6. Before we get into that, I want to remind you to please go to the iTunes reviews, leave a review with your Twitter handle in it that enters you to an a free PFF Edge subscription, which is a $40 value. I also want to take a moment to give a brief shout out to some of the other locked on podcasts in our network that I love to listen to. John Ledyard has two that are great with Locked On NFL Draft and Locked On Steelers, also Locked On Patriots by my good friend Mark Schofield is a must listen every day. He does a great job on that as well. Without any further ado, here is 44 to 6. December 28th, week 17 of the 2008 NFL season. The 9-6 Dallas Cowboys and the 8-6-1 Philadelphia Eagles set for a showdown at Lincoln Financial Field to decide who would earn a playoff berth and who would watch the postseason from the couch. Having met earlier in the season, the Eagles were determined to avenge a Week 2 loss to the Cowboys. The Eagles trailed 20-21 in the second quarter, and rookie Deshaun Jackson would make the game live in the annals of Eagles history for all the wrong reasons. McNabb loading up deep for Deshaun Jackson. He holding it in. Oh, what? Did he get over the goal line? Did he get over the goal line? Yes, he did. Touchdown. Hang on a second. We got to make sure he broke the plane on that, guys. And the Cowboys, I think, might challenge. Oh, it is very close. That is close. The evidence would lead me to believe that he did not break the plane before getting rid of the ball. And who knows what's going on inside that helmet. The Cowboys would ultimately lead 41-37 late in the fourth, with Cowboys quarterback Tony Romo completing 21 of 30 passes for 312 yards and three touchdowns. Two of those touchdowns were caught by former Eagle Terrell Owens. On 4th and 17, with 1 minute and 10 seconds left, the Eagles had one last desperate chance to spark a comeback. This is your ball game, 4th and 17. At the 41, McNabb back, throws it underneath. Jackson laterals it back, and another lateral out of bounds. And Jenkins bumps Westbrook out, 5 yards short of the first down. The Eagles have no time. The chances that these two teams would even be playing for a playoff spot looked largely in doubt. In Week 16, the Eagles sputtered in their worst offensive performance of the year and came up short. Here's how Merrill Reese described it. He's looking, still looking. He fires, and it is caught down near the goal line. Reggie Brown not in. There are no seconds on the clock. Game's over. And I think the season has just ended. The Cowboys had issues of their own against the Ravens in Week 16 and needed a late rally, including this touchdown pass to tight end Jason Witten to bring the score to 24 26. Second and 10 for Romo and the Cowboys. Romo to the middle, the wit, and he's got him for the touchdown. Nice. Dallas would need to stop on defense to give their playoff hopes a realistic chance at surviving. They wouldn't get one. In motion. McClain. Ron McClain. Here we go again. Here we go again. Needs a block. And LaRon McClain's going to go in. I'm sorry, guys. 82 yards. Here's co-host of Locked On Eagles, Benjamin Solak, on where the Eagles stood coming into Week 17. 
Playing in the late afternoon slate, Philadelphia watched as Houston beat the Bears. Watched as Tampa Bay, 13 points the favorite over Oakland, fell to a last gasp surge by the Raiders. The Eagle players recall sitting in the locker room, listening to the crowd go wild in the link as they realize that with the Tampa Bay loss, they have a chance to make the playoffs if they can just beat Dallas. Pretty remarkable that last weekend, both of these teams basically thought that they were going to be eliminated after their games from playoff contention. The week came along, Dallas knew that this game was of importance, and just a few moments ago, the Eagles found out the same. The Eagles started off the game not with a bang, but with a whimper, and Donovan McNabb showed signs of the jitters early on, nearly having his first throw intercepted. First play is nearly picked off, and a good jump by Terrence Newman. Stepped in front of Deshaun Jackson, and we'll see a lot, Troy, of Terrence Newman and Deshaun Jackson hooked up during the course of this day. Yeah, Terrence Newman, here over the last few ball games, he has gone with whoever the Cowboys feel is the fastest receiver of an offense's unit, not necessarily the best receiver. Newman, a former track star at Kansas State, he can run. But that wouldn't stop Andy Reid from going to a pass-heavy attack early in the game trusting his veteran quarterback to get the ship righted. Because, hey, old habits die hard, right? Andy Reid, Troy, week after week, has to answer questions about his running game, throwing the ball too much. It certainly seemed to be the case last week against the Redskins, and he started this game with three straight throws. Yeah, but I think that it affected Andy Reid. I, I think he honestly looked back at last week's game against Washington and realized that he let that one get away from him in that they didn't stick to what allowed them to have success the previous three weeks. Prior to that, they'd been running the ball on average about 40 times a game. Last week, only 16 runs. The first mistake of the day would belong to the Eagles, as the normally reliable Brian Westbrook would put one Third down on the ground. And seven now for McNabb, who has to step up, and the pass is, I guess, caught and fumbled as Dallas gets back on top. The officials do not say incomplete. They say catch and fumble by Westbrook, and Dallas takes over at their own 25. With the Eagles' defense holding, Brian Westbrook would get a chance to immediately rectify the fumble with help from a veteran tackle on his last year of his Eagles' contract. Player trade battle is in its safety, and a handoff is to Westbrook. First down inside the 30 to the 27, a 16-yard run by Brian Westbrook. Tell you what, John Runyon in his 13th year, it's amazing that he's been able to suit up and play each week. He's battling through a lot. You're going to see him right here at right tackle. He collapses it down right there, and then Westbrook comes right off of his block. The drive would stall, and David Akers would hit a 40-yard field goal to put the score at 3 to nothing. followed by the Cowboys getting themselves in position to score. Third down and eight. Quick set up and throw, and Witten is left alone. Witten hops out of bounds with a Cowboy first down at the Philadelphia 24. A catch and run of 17 yards. With the Cowboys also stalling out, the score would go to 3-3 heading into the second quarter. Here's Locked On Eagles co-host Benjamin Solak with more. Only six seconds into the second quarter, Philadelphia was facing a third and seven on their own 35. It was a classic McNabb play as he scrambled out of the pocket, directing traffic downfield and releasing an off-platform football that magically fell into the hands of Buckley. McNabb steps up, slides along the line and finds a receiver for a first down and more. That's Buckhalter. Corral Buckhalter is down inside the 10. Philadelphia faced their greatest Achilles heel of that season, 
red zone offense. A staple of the Andy Reid years, Philadelphia had only scored touchdowns on two of their last 12 red zone trips coming into the contest. Second and one, but McNabb was stuffed on the QB sneak. I think it's extremely important for their psyche to punch this one in. Still no signal yet. Touchdown. Recognizing the potential for their team to pull off an incredible playoff berth, the Philadelphia fans really started to roar. Nursing a seven-point lead, the fearsome Jimmy Johnson defense held the Cowboys to a grand total of negative two yards over the next two drives. To this point, Tony Roma was five for 12 for 40 yards, and three of Dallas's four drives had ended. Another blitz. Romo steps up and throws high for Roy Williams. Another three and out in the third and four possessions for this Dallas offense. Well, defensively, the Eagles are just so good on first down. And so what generally happens is teams are faced with third and long. And as we talk about every time we cover the Eagles, that's when Jim Johnson, you know, that's when he gets real creative and brings a lot of different looks, brings a lot of pressures. He brings the pressure again there. On their ensuing possession, Philadelphia again found themselves staring down the barrel of a third and long, this time nine yards at the Dallas 37. Rookie Deshaun Jackson, fresh off of posting a 4.35 40-yard dash at the NFL Combine, proved too much for Terrence Newman to handle. McNabb to his right. What a pass! First and goal, Deshaun Jackson. What a throw from Donovan McNabb. Good job by Andy Reid and Marty Morningwig, offensive coordinator, splitting Brian Westbrook out. And what that then did was it forced them to go into single coverage on the outside. And Donovan McNabb recognizes that. And you've got Deshaun Jackson, the rookie, working against the best corner right now for the Dallas Cowboys and Terrence Newman, and he runs right by him. Of course, it took a perfect throw, as you said, Joe. Again inside of the 10, Philadelphia works themselves into a third and goal from the four-yard line. And again, they turn to the second of their one-two punch at running back. And Andy Reid play design special as he distracts the Dallas defense by aligning Brian Westbrook out. What will it be on third and goal? Westbrook again at the bottom of your screen. McNabb underneath. Buckhalter. Touchdown. Now down by 14 and with only two minutes on the clock, Dallas puts the ball in Romo's hands, hoping to close out the half by cutting into Philadelphia's lead. Romo, who up to this point in his career has more interceptions than touchdowns in December, has worked Dallas into Philadelphia territory for the first time in the second quarter. A minute and 13 seconds remains on the clock. On the very next play, with Trent Cole bearing down on him from the outside, Romo heaves one up for wide receiver Roy Williams. Roy doesn't know the ball is coming. This one to the sideline. Williams wasn't looking for it. Sheldon Brown with the interception. And Romo and Roy Williams were not on the same page. With only a minute and four seconds remaining, Philadelphia looks to steal points from Dallas and further their lead. They struggle to move the ball at first, but then one of Philadelphia's favorite Cowboys makes a characteristically boneheaded play. Adam Pac-Man Jones. Third down and nine, and McNabb throws and completes. Another big third down completion is Reggie Brown, and then he gets thrown down out of bounds. And the flag is for what happened after the play was over. Adam Pac-Man Jones threw him to the ground. Personal foul, late hit out of bounds, number 21, half the distance to the goal, first down. And I think
think these are the types of plays that you worry about, Joe. They're in man coverage right now. You got Reggie Brown, who, who is out of bounds, and Pac-Man tries to you know, get rid of some frustration by just throwing him on the ground after he's out. Players that make dumb plays over and over or do dumb things, at the end of the day, they're going to hurt your team in critical times. With 15 seconds on the clock, Andy dials up another beautiful play. A play-action rollout with second-year tight end Brent Selleck leaking to the back of the end zone. First and goal from the one. You have no timeouts remaining if you're Philadelphia. They fake the handoff throw. Touchdown, Selleck. Starting for the injured L.J. Smith, the 2017 Art Rooney Sportsmanship Award nominee snags his first of 30 touchdowns as a Philadelphia Eagle. And for Donovan McNabb, two touchdown passes, a touchdown run all in this second quarter for a guy with articles written today and a lot of conversation about this could very well be his last game as a Philadelphia Eagle. If it is, he certainly put together a heck of a first half and he has made a pretty strong case for what he said during the week that he'd like to get a new deal done here with the Eagles, which in some regard is taking his he wants to get this situation brought to a head and either move on or get locked in here with the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, and one is because he'd like a big signing bonus, and I understand that part of it, but then two, you know, I get it. He's tired of being asked for the last two years now, hey, are you going to come back? You know, what's going to happen? A new deal would eliminate all that conversation. The Eagles would go into half up 24-3 as the Cowboys would receive the kickoff and kneel to end the half. Right, Ben? No, they don't. Pac-Man Jones compounds upon his excellent play by fumbling the ensuing kickoff. Here is Pac-Man Jones. And Pac-Man loses the football. Has it ripped out and the Eagles take over. And with five seconds left, They'll have an opportunity for a field goal by David Akers. Philly walks David Akers out onto the field for a 50-yard attempt, and even though the kicker was only one for four from that distance on the year, nothing could go wrong for Philadelphia today. 27-3 is the score as the teams enter the locker rooms. Dallas and head coach Wade Phillips start off the third quarter with a revised game plan. Get the ball quickly out of Romo's hands to neutralize the ravenous Eagle pass rush. Dallas pushes all the way to the Philadelphia 14 following a trick play pass to Terrell Owens. And Brian Dawkins prowls the center of the field. Unbeknownst to him, he's playing in his last home game of his Philadelphia career. At the snap, Dawkins comes screaming down the field on a safety blitz. Romo sees him late and sifts to the left, pump faking, looking down the field, scrambling for an option. From the Eagles, and knocked out of the hand by Dawkins, fumbled by Romo, down the field. Clemens, a stiff arm and a touchdown. If you look close, you can still see a Tashard Choice imprint on the 10-yard line of Lincoln Financial Field. Now, the past three drives for Dallas across the half have now all ended in turnovers, and the link is roaring. In a last desperate effort to bridge a 31-point gap, Romo completes a couple of long passes, again making it inside of Philadelphia's 15, following a 35-yard hookup with T.O. With Dallas threatening to score, Jim Johnson sends the heat. Running back Marion Barber releases him. A blitz. Marion Barber loses the football. Jose Leo Hansen on the return. Only Romo can get close to him. It's another defensive touchdown. 
Dawkins stripped another. Philadelphia's up 41 to three. Dawkins kneels at the five yard line where he made that crucial, crucial play, raising his arms to the sky. He has already serenaded Philadelphia with four rousing renditions of Fly Eagles Fly. And now he conducts the fifth. Dallas has turned the ball over on four consecutive possessions. The Philadelphia offense hasn't seen the field yet in the second half. And on the second play of the ensuing drive, Romo takes another sack. This time courtesy of Chris Clemens. And he loses Romo's in trouble again. Clemens up his back, knocks it out. Trevor Laws on the fumble recovery. And after another David Akers field goal, Philadelphia has turned five consecutive Dallas turnovers into 27 points. It's 44-3. After that final fumble, the camera zoomed in on a prone Tony Romo, his face buried in his hands, because he's about to go 0-3 in playoff games to start off his career. Add to that that this was supposed to be Terrell Owens' revenge game. <laughs> the games you want to be a part of. Second and three, and now Terrell Owens with a drop right off his hands. And this crowd will love that. Yeah, they've been showering him with a lot of noise every time that he's anywhere near the ball and when it's being thrown to him. And, you know, obviously a ball that should have been caught. Down by 41 with 519 left in the third, Dallas punts on fourth down. Their life is gone. This game is over. The final score, of course, would be 44 to 6. And while the Eagles would go on to defeat the Vikings on the road 26-14, followed by a win in New York against the Giants 23-11, they would soon come across a challenge they couldn't overcome with the Arizona Cardinals in the NFC Championship game, losing 32-25 as Larry Fitzgerald, who eventually set a record for receiving yards in a playoff season, had 152 yards, three touchdowns, and owned the first half. But the Eagles will always have... 44 to 6. This episode of Locked On Eagles was brought to you by LockedOnEagles.com.